see you. Welcome to Keep with Your Grandpa's Paramover Podcast, ClearProp TV, and ParedTalk.org. This is going to be a wonderful podcast tonight because we got our very own Joshua Marsh that's been on the panel for the last month. He's actually going to be our guest. He's he, he's an amazing pilot, has about 30 flights or so under his belt, but we'll get to that in just a moment. First of all, let's say hello to Linda Anderson, our very own PR girl with the pom-poms. Where's the pom-poms? Hi everybody. Welcome. Monday where's night. The, where's the pom-poms? Welcome, chatter. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I call all over the place, as usual. <laughs> welcome, yeah. Linda. I'm always all over the place. Yes, welcome, chatters. Welcome, viewers, listeners, however they call it. Thanks for hanging with us Monday night. Clear Proc TV, the only place to be. You know that. That's it. Absolutely. That's all I have to say. I, I, I heard from somebody say. that I heard from somebody that we are the number one podcasting uh, people on monday nights so if that's you're right. here on monday nights uh, I, I heard that we're number one i don't know that's a cold hard fact yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, right. so linda anderson if you don't know is uh, our pr girl she's the one that if you want to be on our show you get up with her you go to paramomusa.com it forwards over to our facebook page and just pm her and say hey i want to be on ppg grandpa's promoter podcast clear prop tv and paytalk.org and she will hook you up i think that we are completely booked up for october and uh, uh november is being booked up so make sure you get up with linda anderson we uh, we definitely appreciate you linda for everything that you Thank do for you. the show well, absolutely we also got will fly from willflyppg.com how you been buddy been doing good got a quick 30 minute flight in tonight and uh really enjoyed it beautiful sunset smooth air couldn't ask for more it's getting a little colder though oh is it yeah at altitude i'm feeling i'm feeling it uh-oh it's about time for gloves and our heated heated uh um, material yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh anything new any uh just the tip on your channel or anything uh just the tip 5.0 came out last week and i'm working on uh the next one so i'll keep you apprised and where do we go to check that out you check it out at willflyppg.com or just search for will fly on youtube awesome and we also got our sponsor jim sonard from canada the only guy i know that has maple syrup smelling money but he takes care of us as far as giving us our stickers and our decals if you don't know decals are decals but i mean he got me that first time when he said that he makes decals i'm like what the hell is a decal it's a decal <laughs> welcome jim thank you very much for joining us tonight and thank you so much for being our sponsor hey you're very welcome it's wonderful to be here uh, tell us a little bit about your business and what you can do for peeps i can print virtually anything considering uh ink on paper is what i do or ink on things is what i do and that can be in any format. So there's quite a variety of things, checks, business cards, note cards, envelopes, you name it. If it's money? Money? Stuff, no money? No money, no money. Ah, no crap. Money. Right. Anything but money. Okay, gotcha. The, and the ability is there. It's just <laughs> We just want to make it legal. I gotcha. So how do we get up with you and uh, what's your website, buddy? You can... Uh, connect with me through carepp.com and you can you can get a, to all of my websites through that site there. I, I see that you got a QR code on your background there. So if we scan that, 
Is there something special there? I think that there is. So you guys uh, make sure that you scan this real quick. Go to the care PP using that QR code and you might see something really cool. Yeah. And if, uh, if you do use that and you contact us, let us know and we'll get you a discount for sure. Wow. I'm telling you guys, make sure you use that QR code. But uh, thank you so much for, for joining us, Jim. And thank you very much. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys on the panel. But it's not about you guys. It's not about me. Tonight is all about Joshua Marsh. He is our guest, but he's also been a panel member. And uh, he's been flying since uh, Mother's Day. Is that correct? Yep. Sure. Have. First flight was Mother's Day. And you got about 30 flights under your belt. But you got a lot of interesting things to talk about as far as getting to the point of learning everything before you go to class and actually start flying. So tonight's going to be a really awesome so show. So thank you very much, Josh, for joining us tonight. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into paramotoring. Well, uh, 35 years old. Um, got a huge family, a uh, family of seven. Uh, after my first flight uh, was out of basic training, I, I knew when we fell 100 feet out of the air. I was like, yep, this is what I want to do. So I looked into GA first. And of course, that was out of the budget range right off the bat. And I come across Tucker Gott, like everybody else does, uh, flying to McDonald's. And I knew right then and there, hey, this is what I want to do. So after that, I finally found a instructor here in uh, North Alabama area. Uh, he taught free of charge. Uh, you provided your own equipment and he'd teach you to fly it. So I went down there one weekend and I got the cotton. I got pretty good at that. And uh, then it was my next step was, hey, you got to get your equipment. So I was like, okay. And that took four years to get there. Um, I'm not... I don't have a lot of money, but I have enough to survive. And I realized that, hey, I could make a business out of another one of my hobbies. So turned around, uh, created Rocket City Mushrooms. I uh, sold gourmet mushrooms to some of the big restaurants here in Huntsville. And so are, these, are, these, are these the mushrooms that are kind of psychedelic, or these are like... Uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of people ask me that, and... Uh, it actually looks like the industry might be going that way. So keep a look at it. You never know. Well, tell but, us a little bit about how that industry is going that way really quick. Cause I got to I got to hear this real quick. I, uh, of course y'all know the medical side, um, is starting to hit state by state by state. Well, the medicinal side of mushrooms is a big help for PTSD, especially for military. PTSD. It kind of rewires your brain, non-narcotic. You don't have to go on pills. And it helps just kind of reset the dopamine and serotonin levels, the feel-good pleasure sensors, and makes you relaxed. And there is a big study and a big movement actually going on right now in Georgia about it, yeah. trying to get it legalized there. And you see, and the things that you guys would not have known if you don't come over and check out Clear Problem Monday nights, because I did not know about this. That's pretty it's awesome. It's not just about paramotors anymore. It's, it really <laughs> is. It's, 
you learn so much about so many different things. It really is amazing. I'm sorry, Josh, please continue. Oh, no, it's all good. Well, I, I ran that one for a year and a half. Uh, ran it solely, just me. Uh, I was selling over uh, 100 pounds of mushrooms a week to different restaurants. Yeah, there's a lot of mushrooms. Uh, turned around, made all my money back I put into it. And then I turned around and sold it. And that's what got me my first setup. I got my paramotor from down at Aviator, from the mechanic down there, Neil. And Brad Roper sold me my first wing. And as soon as that wing come in, I went straight back to day one or day zero, cutting that thing. It took, I spent about two months cutting it before I felt comfortable enough. All right, let's go. And then it. About how many hours is that two months that you're talking about, you think? How many hours of cutting? Uh, every chance I got, probably a good at least three or four times a week for at least two to three hours a week or two or three hours a day. So four times three, that's 12 hours at least a week times eight. What is that, 72? That's a lot of hours. Yeah, that uh, I wanted to know before I got up in the air. And I, I'm still hesitant on some things. Right. Um, getting into spirals now, uh, building my tolerance to G-force. I built my tolerance to bumps pretty quick on a stupid mistake I should have never done. And decided to go fly after a thunderstorm. And that was, that was horrible. I'll never right. do that again. Oh, my goodness. Did you hit a gust front? Tell us about this one. Um, no, it, it done passed and everything. And I was, uh, I watched the radar. It was good 10, 15 miles out to my South and it was moving South and the, all the wind indicators around me were showing like two gusts five. So it was very calm afterwards. Well, that was at ground level at about 150 foot up in the air. It was not calm. It was, uh, I figured it up to be 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. And at that time, I think I had 15 flights, maybe, with maybe 10 hours of flight time. So, I, yeah, I learned how to do my oscillation control during that flight, and my bump tolerance went pretty high that day. That's pretty incredible. Uh, do you use any apps to check your winds aloft or anything? Did you check it that day, or are you just like, oh, it's nice and cool, and let's go go up? Or? Yeah, I actually uh, use uh, Windy. And Ryan Carlton, that's the ones I mainly use. What did what Ryan Carlton say? Well, I didn't check it that day. <laughs> that's oh, the bad thing. I just gotcha. checked Wendy and I was like, well, I was looking at all the uh, radar gotcha. um, stations. And all of them, except for where the storm was, was below six, seven mile an hour. So I felt comfortable. I even had a uh, powered parachute guy go up behind me, and he said that was the scariest flight he's ever been on. <laughs> Every time I forget to check PPG Zone or Ryan Carlton, I regret it. Yep, I check it every time now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's not a mistake if, I mean, you, you, you're able to, to go through it. Um, and, and now you always check it, which is good. And you're on the show, and anybody that's listening to this now, We'll learn from your mistake too, and we'll be like, "Oh, well, I better check it every single time." It is really good to check your winds aloft for sure. There's Ventus Sky; it's a great app. Ryan Carlton, that's the uh, the actual .com that you'd go to on uh, Safari or or Chrome. Um, 
And like you said too, PPG Zone has a good one that shows winds aloft. I, I agree. Um, definitely oh, yeah. check it. Yeah, Big time. absolutely. So you you've been flying for since Mother's Day. You have about thirty flights under your belt. You had a really interesting winds aloft after a storm. Uh, so what kind of flying do you do? Do you like to do cross country or just stay up around your LZ? You, uh, what do you like to do as far as flying? It, it really depends on the day. I've been uh, to a couple private fly-ins now um, out of a little airport here in North Alabama. It's a mix between cross country and low flying. That's, I guess that'd be pretty much what I do 90% of the time. I'm, I'm flying high and out wide, but as soon as I get there, I'm looking for fields to drop down low, practice my my height uh, to see how high off the ground I am, which at this point is kind of hard still. Maybe that'll be good next week. Um, but other than that, uh, my, I don't know. It's, it depends on what day it is. Some days I like getting out and just seeing how far I can go, and then some days uh, – I like low flying, trying to cut it up a little bit. Okay. Um, you said you had some issues with your eyes. Did you want to talk about that or not? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, don't play with fireworks. Um, they'll get you get you pretty bad. Uh, July 1st of last year, I actually had a firework mortar end up going off. Um, it was a dud. I did wait five minutes. And as soon as I reached down to pick it up to move it so my daughter wouldn't get hit, it fired off three shots, and one of them caught me in my right eye. And at that point, I thought my right eye was gone completely. I uh, got the ER, got medicine, got into the eye doctor and everything. For the first two weeks, it was nothing but black. And then I started seeing some light, and it eventually got better. Now, it looks like you're looking through a glazed window glass. All, all you can see really is just light. But next week I go, oh, hang on, let me back up. It formed a cataract from the uh, concussion off of it. So I got a full cataract next week. I go get the lens replacement. And I, the doc said he's putting a distance lens in. And I should have all my depth perception back close enough to 2020. I might need breeders for up close stuff. So maybe I can start Go ahead. How does that affect your uh, flying, Josh? It's it's bad on my landings. Um, I've noticed some places where I, I'm think I'm pulling a flare at one foot off the ground, and I'm right there fishing the toe touch, and no, I'm still another ten feet up in the air when I'm flaring, and that's why I've had a couple hard landings. Uh, but I know that's going to change, uh, especially when I can see how far I am actually off the ground. Even looking out to the horizon, it don't help me none on how high I really am. Yeah, I mean, uh, we really don't realize how important our depth perception and, and peripheral vision and all that is until we don't have it. Like right there at sunset, you know, when the, the sun starts oh, yeah. going down and uh, it makes it makes the timing of the flare a lot more challenging. Yeah, you, know, you know, you got to practice stuff like that. And you say in your peripheral, yeah, anybody I fly with, uh, hey, stay on my left-hand side so that I can see you coming up on me if I have to. Otherwise, if they come up on my right, I pretty much got to turn around backwards to see them. 
Josh, were you taught like powered power on landings in school? No, I was uh, power off. I've been thinking about, I, I've been thinking it might be a good idea if instructors taught that at the end, you know? Yeah. So that just before you go off on your own and then you can, like in your instance, it would probably be much, much easier because you'd know where the ground is. Uh, yeah, that it might help. I might actually try that one day. Uh, I feel comfortable now landing. Yes, yeah, sometimes they're hard. I'm not breaking equipment anymore or bending up equipment. So I, I might try that. I plan on going to fly tomorrow. I might end up trying to power on and see what happens. Yeah. Key thing is come in with lots of break. Not yeah. too much though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and make sure you're you're going into the wind. <laughs> Otherwise you're gonna run like the Dickens. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Now, I, I hear an echo. Is that you, Jim? All right. So real quick about the, the cataracts. I've heard about cataracts. I've heard about cataract surgery. I heard about, you know, um, cataract. What is a cataract and what do they do to fix something like that? And I'm sorry to ask that, but I just don't know what a cataract really is. It's actually just a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I was looking up like natural remedies to it, see what could help. Cause it looked like my vision was getting better uh, at one point and it just kind of stalled out. But anyway, um, it's a protein that has hardened in your lens and it's not able to flush that protein out like a normal eye would do. And other than that, I've, I've watched one, in person, a cataract surgery. I just go in there with like a little drill, kind of bust it up, suck it out. Um, another one is the laser, which I have no idea how that one even works on that. And then the full replacement, which is what I'm getting. So they'll actually take out my whole lens and put in a, I get a fake one. I don't know what it's made of or anything. Interesting. All right. Well, Thank you for that that uh, information. Um, I guess one of these days I'll have to actually look on YouTube and figure out what a cataract is. But that was a really good, uh, made me understand it's a protein that basically fogs up your lens. Yes. Yeah. And when you had the, uh, the firework that hit it, that caused it to not be able to flush out that enzyme, basically? Yeah. Um, apparently, you can get like trauma to the eye by pressure. And it causes some reaction or something to make it fog up. Okay. That's really interesting. And actually, that, that, I mean, that's a real common uh, operation now with cataract mm -hmm. surgery. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I know I've got baby cataracts last time I went in. So, I mean, uh, mm. it's not, uh, it's, it's a good topic. So, it's good to know that, you know, we can still that's fly. First thing they look for when you get your eyes checked too is um, glaucoma. That's the big thing too. That it's you can actually go blind, go blind from it or whatever. But I know when I get my eyes checked, they they check for that. But the the weirdest thing is when they do the eye check and they that air, you know, they put that air in your eye or whatever. You know how they do that. 
mm-hmm. kind of makes you jump. Yeah. It's like somebody like you ever have you got had that done, Sean? Where you know you look at actually, the lens. Actually, I get my eyes done every year because I um, made your eyes. Because I, I, I had um, uh, LASIK done, uh, like way back in the day, and to keep my uh, in not insurance, but the guarantee, they will guarantee my eyes forever if I go to the eye doctor every year. So this last time I went to the eye doctor, I was waiting for that puff thing. It's like, where's the puff thing? They say, well, we don't do that anymore. Now now they use a laser thing. You just look in it, it does a little thing. You don't feel it, there's no puff anymore. Thank God I hate (laughs) puffs of air in my eyes. So So they've changed that up a little bit. Thank goodness. Um, Any questions in the chat, Mr. Will Fly? Uh, no questions, just a couple of, uh, uh, you know, statements. Dave Ross, he we've already covered it, but he uses Ryan Carlton, and it's the reason he didn't fly it tonight. Um, Brian Waller says, what's up, folks? Just got what's my up, last Until Ian passes the hurricane. I guess that's uh, coming up towards him. Good luck with that, man. Yeah. That and uh, John Lane's foot-drag landings might work. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's still it's going to be kind of a non-issue for you after your surgery right so it probably will i've i've tried foot dragging but the, especially uh like two weekends ago we done i think i did close to 50 miles of flying and i tried foot dragging just the tops of corn and stuff and what felt to me that i was a six inches from touching it uh one guy's like man you're still like two feet up and i'm like oh man so yeah <laughs> it just wasn't gonna happen well that's what i meant when i was saying power on landing come in with a foot drag so you knew how high you were and then you could just kill the power and land wherever you wanted but and yeah so if but if you're not touching the ground i wouldn't do i wouldn't do it that way <laughs> Yeah, I don't you know, continue doing it the other way. Well, you know, he also only has like 30 hours under his belt, so he's relatively a new pilot. Um, I know I wasn't doing anything like that for months, months, and months into uh, me flying, but then again, I'm an old grandpa, not a young guy like Josh. I'm getting there. I've already had back surgery, too, so. Oh, no. Whoa. Uh, June 9th of last year had a spot on my l5s1 they took out part of my disc so i guess you're going to be doing some triking soon huh i'm going to try to push it off as much as i can triking is so fun think about it you know when you're coming down it doesn't make any difference you can feel the back wheels touch Mm -hmm. so it just rolls and it rolls and when you take off doesn't make any difference either it, it's it's one of the most fun things I've ever done, and I really enjoy triking, even though I do enjoy foot launching. If you haven't, if all you do is foot launch, you're missing out. You're missing out on something fun because nine times out of ten, uh, whatever foot flying machine you have, you can put on something like a retractor trike or some sort of bolt-on trike, and you don't need to get another machine. You can just bolt on a trike, and, that's what I'm thinking those, about doing. and those are really fun. Thought about it. Thought about it? Nah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, I, I want to do it. It's, um, I'm trying to, I guess, stay athletic as much as long as I can because, like I said, done had back surgery, fixing to have cataract surgery. So 
it's all going downhill pretty quick. So I'm trying to make it go out as long as I can. You really think that triking is, uh, is, is easy, super easy. No, no. You're, I would you're, say it would be super easy. You're, you're, you're still going to get your, your, your steps in on your Fitbit. <laughs> you still got to, <laughs> you still got to take that, that trike down. You still got to bolt it on. You still got to, you know, do some stuff with it. You got to set up your wing. So, you know, you're still walking around. It's just, you don't have to worry about the landings when you have something like this going on. And I never even thought about that until just now. Most people are talking about their knees or their back. Didn't even think about, you know, your eyes or, or something. I didn't even like think about that either. Yeah. So once again, thank mm-hmm. God for paramotor, you know, uh, um, podcast where we can talk about it, you know, just a group of people talking about something like this, because there might be somebody out there that, you know, maybe has cataracts and doesn't really feel safe foot launching. And maybe something like this would be good for them uh, uh, doing the trike. So there we go. Hey, Don says when he turned 82, he went back to foot launch. Awesome. (laughs) He's one of the guys I fly with. Okay. Good for you, Don C. Good for you. Right on. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize how many people we had in the chat. Yeah, look at all these people in the chat. Let's go ahead and say hi to everybody. everybody. Yeah, real quick. uh, I got Goldie Feel, Will Fly, Aaron I. Oh, God. Speaking about getting old, hold on a second. Oh, so much better. Uh, Bill H, uh, Paraninja Flying Flamingo Jade. Uh, Air Motor NC, Aaron I, the PPG guy, John. One of our sponsors of the channel. So thank you very much, John Wayne. We definitely appreciate you. Tommy Sutherland from the house. James. Um, David Wolf. What's up, Dave Wolf? I can't believe that you're actually here hanging out with us. Um, but definitely, uh, we're glad that you're here. Um, let's see. We got Jim from Care PPG. That's awesome. Dave Rose. Uh, David Rose, Don C, Brian Waller, another guy that, that helps us out on the channel. Thank you very much, Mr. Brian Waller. And Brian. Wendy the Explorer. What's up, Wendy the Explorer? Glad that you're here on the show, hey. hanging out with us in the super chat. And uh, Jeremy, Will Fly, Don C, John Wayne, Will Brian Waller, Dave Ran- Rainey. I thought it was, I thought it was Dave Ramsey. Dave uh, Rainey, good, good, good. Glad everybody's here. Uh, Jeremy's in the house also. Glad that you guys are here. Let's go ahead and continue on our our paramotor podcast. Welcome everybody. Um, so Josh, you've been flying for um, since Mother's Day. You got about thirty flights under your belt. You like to fly different things. I know one of the, the questions is going to be, what is your go-to gear? What are you flying your wing? What size is it? What's your, uh, your paramotor? And are you going to be doing some sort of upgrade in the future? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm already looking at upgrading. Uh, right now I've got a top 80, uh, that's been upgraded from Nila aviator. Uh, it actually has a Adam 80 exhaust and airbox uh, with a 135 prop. He said it made about 15% more thrust on it, which I kind of believe because I was kind of skittish about a, a top 80 actually pushing me enough. And this thing, uh, this thing trims in, will pull, pick me up pretty quick. So far, my quick, quickest ascent was 31 feet a second. 
So I think I'm doing pretty good on that. That's really good. Even with my Moster, I never got something that high. I think oh, wow. I, yeah. Yeah, you're double, doubling my ascent. Um, And then I do a Baja, ITV Baja 29 meter, which I would suggest to any new pilot. Um, that thing is so easy on inflation, on steering. Um, it's easy to control. If it goes off to one side, it you step up under it, you apply a little bit of brake, and it's right back over your head. It's it's no fighting it at all. It comes up easy. It flies easy. Um, it's got a good speed range on it, too. I'm, trim's out. I can keep up with a couple guys in chat right now halfway until they hit speed bar, and they're long gone after that. So, But my quickest speed so far has been 47 mile an hour on that wing. Uh, of course, that was with a tailwind, but... <laughs> Um, normally it, it'll fly about 30 mile an hour, 25, 30 mile an hour on That's a normal day. Really interesting. Now, now, how much do you weigh? I weigh 185. You weigh 185 flying a Adam 80 or top 80 with a 29 meter wing. Mm -hmm. I haven't, done, haven't heard of that configuration before. And uh, I'm, I'm right in about the 60% uh, range of that wing. So I'm not overloading it. I'm not underloading it um right in between right in the middle of it and very easy it hits bumps nice it i've only had one wingtip collapse and that 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 jumped me around a little bit but it was already back out before i even knew it even deflated so but i love my setup but i still want to jump up to a 185 i think that's going to be my next buy have you checked out the new HE-125s? Their thrust is just a little bit under the Moster 185 with a lot less of the weight. Uh, no, but I'm also looking at that factory R. I'm liking that color scheme on it right now. Okay, so you, you just want the <laughs> Moster. You, you want the Moster. Okay, I yeah. see what you're saying. Um, have you tried one on your back to see what the difference is? Because Will Fly, you started with uh, 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 Adam 80, and now you're flying a Moster 185. There's a big difference between the two, is there not? There is. There's no question about it. But uh, it, it, the trade-off is well worth it. Okay. Absolutely. I haven't tried one on my back yet. Uh, I hadn't even flown a second wing yet. I was supposed to but the piece of equipment i got on my facebook page i'm selling right now uh he's selling it so i ain't able to test it out anymore now you know that when you go to your fly-ins you i'm sure that uh, one of your friends would let you put their Moser 185 on your back that way you can kind of just feel how heavy it is if, is this something that you want to do you know look around for for different things i know that you know you got your eye on that Moser 185 and a lot of people you know when they are wanting to upgrade or wanting to do something like i just want this and they don't check out all the different uh things that you can do so i mean you know when you go to your fly-ins, try different motors on. You don't have to fly them, but yeah. put them on the back and see how it feels. Yeah, and that's what I, I've even thought about doing before I commit to buying it. That, of course, that's the one I want right now, but I haven't done enough research. Hey, they might, like you said, the HE-125, I might want that one. So I don't know yet, but that's just my idea right now. 
I, I think like Will Fly says, the, the difference is a little bit more weight, but the performance is really worth it. You know, long as long as that feels good on your back, because you just said that you had something going on with your back. So, mm -hmm. you know, kind of keep that in mind, too. Plus, whatever frame you got, you might be able to get a bolt on trike, especially with that uh, that Monster 185. Yeah, but I don't know if they make, I got a Skymax star, so I don't know if they make a trike for it, bolt on. But I know I could build one, so. Gotcha. Well, uh, so what do you plan on doing as far as like in the future? So you've been flying, you've been doing some buzz around the LZs, you went out a little bit, you're, you're, you're hanging out with friends because you're racing them. And it looks like Don C in the super chat says he makes that, that 80 scream. Josh knows how to pin it to win it. <laughs> Appreciate it, Don. Yep, I sure can. Uh, I go full throttle right off, right off the ground until I get up to where I feel comfortable and get everything situated. Then I'll let trims out, start flying around with them. Um, David Rainey's another one I fly with. I see he's asking about the wing bumps. Yeah, uh, David does not take lightly if he does wing bumps. I got my first wing bump two weekends ago and he nailed the snot out of me <laughs> but it wasn't that bad I, I loved it it was cool for people that are listening to this or have not been or have thought about getting into paramotoring can you tell us what a, a tip touch is or a, or a wing bump yeah um, just an, another guy comes in whoever or you uh, come up you just literally and touch the tips Wing tips of each one wing together, and then you part your ways and you go on. I'm trying to make that as clean as possible. <laughs> it's just the tip, right? Just the tip. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Will Fly, he makes a, um, a good tips on his yes on his uh, videos over at willflyppg.com, and uh, his series is just the tip. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think there's nothing dirty about it. Well, man, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're pretty much uh, on the same track uh, timeline, anyways, because uh, Dave Wolf touched my tip for the first time at uh, Purdens. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I know. I got. I got to keep my wings a little bit. He was real gentle with me. David Rainey wouldn't, and that. <laughs> There was a whole spill about that, which I can't release on YouTube. So. Oh, speaking about YouTube, what kind of uh, videos are you putting out on YouTube? And for all of you guys that want to know, uh, his uh, YouTube link is down below his very long, incredible bio. So look in the description down below, uh, read his bio. It's, it, it's amazing what this guy has done. Uh, to help his family and not go fly and his YouTube link is down below um, but uh, what kind of videos do you produce and um, what are you planning on producing in the future anything more interesting or fun or just keeping what you got um of course yeah I'm, I'm gonna continue with the videos uh, my parents live about an hour and a half away from me so my mom watches it and she likes seeing all that stuff than any of the friends hey what is it that you do they're like I can show them right then and there. So, but otherwise, I just I put on there what 
I like um, what I think somebody else might like, the crazy stuff, like flying under the power line for the first time, uh, doing my spirals, uh, or my crazy crashes that I can't see the ground on. But other than that, uh, hopefully I can get better at editing, um, doing more storyline type, and maybe one day help somebody up. Did you say something about flying underneath power lines? Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What what is what is that about? Because I can't even tell you how many hours I have, and I've never done something like that. So you know the high voltage power lines, like the I think they're like six hundred thousand volt or something like that. Yeah, the really scary ones that I want to stay away from. Yeah, yeah I know those. Yeah, um, a couple of guys that I know they like flying under them, and I watched a couple of them go up under it, and I could clearly see there's enough room for somebody to be on top of them and fly up under it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm comfortable at how close I am to the ground. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. If I don't like it, I can always cut right or left and bail out, climb, go over it, whatever. Well, I get up to it and I'm, I'm liking it and everything. Of course, yeah, my nerves are through the roof. My adrenaline's pumping. Am I low enough? Am I seeing the ground correct? And yeah, I was, and I scooted right up under it and, the guys, they can tell you I screamed in the microphone because, hey, I did something I thought I'd never be able to do. But blew right up under them. Um, it's actually the last shorts video on my YouTube is the one I've done. My heart's pounding just listening to that. It's scaring me to death just listening to that. Uh, you guys in the super chat tell me, have you ever flown underneath power lines or is that something that you want to do on your bucket list? Because, wow, that's scary. Um, but anyways, uh, Will Fly, anything else in the super chat? Any questions or comments? You got uh, you got some comments. Um, Don C. wants to know about the, well, you already covered that, about the wingtip touch. Brian Wallers really likes your shirt, and he wants to know if you have any hot rods. No, um, I am looking at getting a couple. Uh, my first one is somewhere in the Plymouth line. Uh, I'm really thinking about a duster, mainly for my wife. Um, we'll get her, build her, build her up one, and uh, hopefully make like, her happy. Is that like getting her a vacuum cleaner? Oh, don't have, ooh, if I ever got her a vacuum cleaner, I'd be dead. <laughs> you, you, you know the best things to get your wife right, a vacuum cleaner, a gym membership, and a scale. Those are those are the <laughs> best ones. Well, well, a duster oh has got to be in there. <laughs> vacuum cleaner. Oh, Plymouth Buster. <laughs> yeah, dust buster. <laughs> maybe, uh -huh. some, maybe some new frying pans for a birthday or something, right? <laughs> Okay, if it's cast iron, we can agree on that one. There you go. Those are good. Hey, James says the key to a wingtip touch is one person flies straight and the other slowly moves in. And I agree. I could add to that 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 you should talk about what you're going to do on the ground first. You know, so David, it's clear communication. Kind of know who's doing what. And, and, I hope uh, David Rainey heard that. Oh, did he? <laughs> just move in on you? <laughs> yeah, he was the one coming coming to me while well, I kept it straight and it it wasn't a slowly coming in I got that video on there too it's a he wasn't coming head on was he <laughs> no he wasn't coming head on <laughs> <laughs> 
One of the things that I've tried for the first time was using my gaggle app and I wanted to see if it worked well, like the sky fly high. Tell us, Joshua, you, you do are doing something for them. You're beta testing for them. How, How does that work? Yeah, um, actually seen they said something about it, uh, I think, on their Facebook page. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll help out. I mean, I don't know how much I can help you out with. But it's like, yeah, um, go to it, get to the beta link, download it. And uh, I guess it gives us the features they roll out first. I'm not exactly for sure. But we just... There's a lot of us that actually do it, that, but we'll just respond to them and be like, hey, this is messing up, or this is what's going on with this. Is that supposed to happen? And a couple of things get fixed, um, bug tweaks, stuff like that. We just report straight back to them, hey, this is what's going on, and they try to fix it on the next update for you. Okay, so you're just a beta tester. You don't actually work with them. Oh, no, I I do not get any monetary value out of it. Nothing like that. I just, hey, this is what's happening on my end. I don't know if anybody else has reported it, but here you go. And then I'll I'll try to send them some data logs, statistics, stuff like that. Okay, that's pretty interesting. How many people out there know about the uh, the Gaggle app? I tried it for the first time, I think yesterday or the day before. Uh, Pretty interesting. Lots of features. Uh, Let us know in the Super Chat. Um, so anyway, what, uh, what else is going on with you as far as, um, uh, flying and, um, your future events, are you going to maybe uh, bad apples or another flying? Yeah, I wish I would with the bad apples this last one. Um, I literally just got my equipment. I think I just took my first flight. So I would have got down there. I probably would have crashed out horribly or something like that. And destroyed more stuff but i didn't go but i will be at next year's i'm actually thinking about pulling a harley and flying from north alabama to oshkosh next year it's uh 633 miles from my house so i won't be doing near as much as him but that would be a good stepping stone for me on cross country absolutely what do you think you're going to move up and get a new uh, flying machine is that going to be like in the near future or maybe next year Uh, that's probably going to be next year um i'm looking at different wings right now uh thinking about moving up in wing size already i'm starting my spiral so uh right now on an a wing it just requires so much so much more input to get it to to go where you want it to go to drop it down into a spiral i got to pull 10, 12 inches of break just to get it to start going into the spiral. Or um, I haven't got into wingovers yet. I want to learn my spirals, get them under control, make sure my oscillation control is still 100%. My energy management is built up first before I do that. But I'm also, again, like I said, I'm looking to advance to another wing. Just don't know when yet on that. Gotcha. Well, you know, if you ever come out over this way, we got uh, different motors and different wings at the school that you're more than welcome to use. And um, 
we got a lot of a lot of wings, a lot of motors. Uh, I don't, I'm not an importer, but I'm a reseller for a lot of different brands. Uh, I, I like it to where my students are able to look at all the different brands and go through all of them, figure out what they want, and then you know go to the get the wing and get the motor that they actually want instead of one that I actually you know are trying to sell them. So you're yeah. more than welcome to uh, give me a call tomorrow. Uh, matter of fact, anybody is. My number is five zero one seven four seven three five five eight. Just give me a call or text me. And um, like I said, I am very lucky, very blessed to be able to resell a lot of wings and paramotors. So if you're able to get over here, you can fly some and uh, see which ones you like the best. Let me get my eye fixed so I don't destroy your equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you break, you buy type of thing. So you know, yep. <laughs> get that eye fixed. That's uh, why I hadn't flown anybody else's stuff. It's like I know it could be that instance where I'm, I know, I'm just not going to land good because of my depth. And that's why I haven't flown anybody else's yet. I hadn't even asked. Well, there are some things that you can do, and uh, we can talk about that, you know, off air or something like that, as far as uh, landing with that depth perception. And like I said, one of the guys down at uh, Lone Star, he's, uh, he has, uh, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I think that he's legally blind with some sort of glasses, and he flies paramotors. So, you know, uh, there are a lot of people out there that have a lot of that that's not i don't know how to say it without without maybe hurting somebody's feeling they um they have issues but they have overcome those issues and are now are able to fly because of either uh doing something with the paramotor doing something with the gear learning a different way of doing something and they're able to get out there and fly just like we talked about earlier i cannot i cannot believe that until just now i never even thought about using a trike for people that do have cataracts or have something yep. uh, with their eyes or something like that. I didn't even think about that until tonight. So, and, and I know eventually probably another 10, 20 flops, whatever, that something would kick in and be like, Hey, this has hit me landing spot on every time. And that's what I'd have to do. At, just at this point, I don't know what it is. Like I said, one of the guys, they could be in my ear, tell me, Hey, start your player. And I'd come in, I'd run it out. And I'd balloon up a little bit or something like that. I might have pulled it a little bit too hard or something. But otherwise, if somebody was in my ear telling me my height off the ground, I'm good. Um, but me doing it on my own, I've landed probably 50% of the ones that I've done on my own. And the other 50%, I've only had two bad crashes. so. Other uh, ones were just sliding in on my legs or something, or my butt. They haven't been bad. Well, that's good. As long as you don't break a prop. Nope. Hadn't broke. Hang on. Let me find some wood. Uh, broke one yet. <laughs> knock on something. Right. Gotcha. You see Dave, Dave Ruff's uh, comment, Sean? No. What's that? What do you say? He says, look, man, I'm bl I'm a blind lunatic. <laughs> you can <laughs> You can say. <laughs> I guess he's saying if he can do it, anyone can. Dave, Dave's a good guy. Yeah. That's true. I mean, there's, there's people with all kinds of different limitations and mm -hmm. they're still flying paramotors. Yeah. Um, One-legged paramotor pilots. You got um, 
um, people that can't see. Uh, but if there's a will, there's a way. You know, I yep. saw I, I saw something on the internet, um, so it must be true. This guy that had no arms, but he had chains connected or chains or ropes or something, and he was working out at the gym without any arms. And you know, you, you get these guys that or these people that are just bound and determined that I'm going to do this no matter what, and they do it. Um, you know. But, Looking at my backstory, you know, um, I had a, a stroke because of a heart surgery complication. Um, I wasn't able to speak. I wasn't able to eat. I had a tube going into my my stomach, but I was bound and determined to fly a paramotor. And I think mentally that challenge or that that focus, that thought helped me get to the point to where I can fly. So, you know, um, it, it's just it's mind over matter. Yeah, wow, I didn't I even know that about you. Yeah, things I, I don't say a lot of it, a lot of stuff about it. Um, uh, I was I did post a lot of stuff about the heart surgery and uh, stuff like that, but this is not my podcast. I mean, this is not my you're you're the guest, not me. So <laughs> let's talk about you and not about me. This is all about you tonight. Um, so tell us uh, more about your flying and uh, and what you want to do in the future. You want to do a SIV in the future or? Yeah, more uh, um, things. Maybe go on an Icarus race. Tell us about some future events that you want to do. We've got a lot of plans. Like I said, I want to do the uh, fly to Oshkosh. So I want to do from uh, southeast United States to north of the United States. Um, another thing I want to do eventually is uh, the something like the the Wingman Challenge that's going on right now, or the Icarus race, or something like that. I'd love to do that style. I'm Getting started in a paramotor camping right now, which is freaking amazing. I love it. Are you actually doing the camping right now? Uh, yeah, it was uh, a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't a fly to camp and then fly out of. Um, we actually went and set up camp. We flew around for a couple of days and stayed there at the camp. So I love that part of it. But me and another guy will eventually get out and fly to somewhere and camp out and then fly back. Um, eventually, though, uh, looking at another business aspect, open another business. I just don't know which route I want to go, but it's going to be paramotor involved. Uh, that's my five to 10 year goal is to do something like that. So you want to, you thinking about instructing? I, I would love to. Um, I don't know yet. Um, of course, now I don't have my PPG one. I don't have any of them ratings. Um, eventually, I will go to a school to even even if it's five years down the road, uh, just to learn more. Um, never know. I might pick up something that just, hey, why haven't I been doing that since the beginning? And finally get my my ratings and go up. I do want to do a SILF class because. I think doing something like that, if you know what the wing can do and how it's going to react, it's going to just make you a better pilot. Absolutely. Totally, totally agree with that SIV. Um, I, I did my first SIV six months into my flying. And let me tell you the different. Okay. So you imagine six months of, you know, training, flying, and then you do an SIV course that that SIV course that you do 
not only does it make up for, I mean, it's like another six months or a year of flying in two days of a class. So uh, even though you go into there with six months, you know, under your belt, you walk away feeling like you've flown for a year or two. Oh, wow. So much more confidence. And you go from, oh, I got to be really careful and doing these wing overs and the wing overs are just small S turns. You know, after going through an SIV course, you're like whipping down and doing some serious wing overs. You're doing flat down spirals. You're pulling your A's and you're collapsing your wing. And it's like, oh, no big deal. Totally different mindset walking out of the class. That's what I want. That's the reason I want to do it is because so I know what my wing can handle, what I can handle and be able to advance even further. Cause I, yeah, I want to get into acro. I want to get into stats, helis, uh, infinities. I want to do that stuff. I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I skydive. I'm fixing to get into paragliding so I can learn the thermaline aspect of it. So yeah, I'm ready. Any adrenaline rush I can get, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> so long as it's safe, man, risk versus reward, right? <laughs> that could be debatable. <laughs> you got a couple of comments there, both from Dave Ruff. He wants to, uh, he says, if, if you want to see willpower, watch Resurgence PPG solos. It's incredibly emotional to witness the gift of flight. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, he also says the next flight after SIV was a game changer for him. Yes. Awesome. It's good to know. Yeah, it, it, it just really feels like after the SIV course that no matter how many, let's say that you've been flying it for a year, you go to SIV course, now it feels like you've flown for two years. I mean, oh, it's wow. just the confidence in your wing and your motor and, and the lines and understanding that if you do have a, uh, you fly, you pull down half of your wing. So you're flying 50% of the wing yourself in these SIV courses. And you're like, really? I can fly with half of a wing collapsed? <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, like, and then, and then as soon as you let go, that thing goes whoosh and opens up and it's like solid as a rock. I'm like, geez, I feel like I'm actually hanging from rafters. It's that you feel that much more confident. It's amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait to go do my first one. That's for sure. That's really awesome. Um, did Brian Waller just say something, Will? He, he did. He made a, he made a comment. He says, Joshua, you can take the test online talking about the PPG one. Uh, the, the three ratings. You need an instructor to see you do certain things before the ratings can be issued. But you can still you still better yourself by passing the test. Ah, thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, I'll have good with you, Brian Walker, on that. James says personally, think he thinks that personally, USPPA instructors should have been through an SIV so they can accurately explain what they teach. I cannot disagree with that. Yeah, I can't either. I agree. I, I feel like, um, I feel like a, a worthy instructor so I can you know, teach my students what it feels like, what to expect in the SIV courses. When you're flying, if your wing does collapse, it's gonna pop right back up and, and, uh, and being able to show them too. It's like, it's fun to be able to fly up there and do some collapses, big ears, uh, asymmetrics collapses, fly with half my wing and show them, look, I'm flying with half my wing and I'm still flying straight. And that really gives them the confidence of, oh, 
okay because one of the scariest things that i thought originally before i started to fly was a wingtip collapse and yeah. I, I that to me was like the most scariest thing uh that could happen to me now i pull half my wing down and i fly straight and i'm like look guys i'm flying straight with half a wing wow okay i don't feel scared about wingtip collapses anymore and don't feel worried about you know somebody coming over and bumping your tip as long as they don't get anything wrapped up man that that wingtip can collapse in 50 percent and pop right back out you'd be like oh that wasn't too bad yeah looking back on on that one it ain't, it ain't too bad but i do like to give david a rough time about it so does everybody else in our group <laughs> yeah Brian posted the link. If you're interested in the USPPA ratings, you can go to USPPA.org and then click on resources to take the test. Uh, we'll be going, that's for sure. Yeah, and if you're interested in paramotoring, definitely check out the webpage. I mean, it's a good, oh, yeah. a good place to start. I've been uh, watching their airspace videos. Yeah, airspace videos are good. Um, Jeff going over at Foot Flyer, he has a lot of videos. Matter of fact, that's one of the things that I've done too is I got all of his videos, um, watch them over and over again. It's just so much information uh, going through. And uh, but he has a great instructor book too for instructors that he has published. And of course, his PPG Bible books are definitely on par for, for everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I just won that series. At that uh, the last flying I went to, the Jeff Goen series, the DVD. So I've never seen them myself. Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so one, okay, let's go ahead and take a look at them real quick. Because one of the things that you do have the airspace, if you watch the airspace video, um, that right there, that's a good hour and a half, I think. And it just totally clicks with his, uh, with the vid, with the videos. It's on 3D and stuff. It really makes you understand all these words that you're reading in the in the ppg bible and you know, looking on sectional charts it just makes it so easy the risk versus reward is always good with uh, Will william shatner to be talking to you hey this is how you do no i don't even know how to do it but anyways you got some good <laughs> tips and tips and tricks which are good but this is the good one the mastering so we got the mastering advanced ground handling that is a really good one for ground handling advanced launching that has really helped my launches and be able to to help my students launch uh in flight precision really a good video um that that talks about how to uh, fly use your trim settings every just pretty much everything how it works and and here's one for you advanced landings um really good it even goes into the the foot drag to the uh the landing that i love to do and um um I thought you were going to say advanced landings for cataract. <laughs> cataract. I, I, I wish I would have now because that was an awesome uh, response. I love that. Uh, but no, I'm not that quick, apparently. I'm still still got this sinus thing, still got the cold medicine. So I'm not I'm not quick witted. Um, I haven't been flying as much either, too, because I don't like to fly on cold medicine. But uh, but speaking about flying, we did have some really good wind. I got that Adam 80 out and took me three steps and I was in the air. And that, that's how windy it was. When I landed, I went straight down and backwards when I landed. But I was showing this, I was teaching the kids or the students that when you do have that happen, 
when you turn around, you you hold onto the brake, you reach up and you grab your seat lines. When you pull down, the wing will just collapse, no matter how windy it is. And uh, I think that actually helped them too. It's really good. So it, all these advanced classes, all these advanced DVDs, really good series. You can find it over at Foot um, Foot Flyer. I think it's footflyer.org or net. I'm not sure which one it is. Just search for Foot Flyer. Uh, Jeff Gowen has made these. It's absolutely incredible. So shout out to Jeff and his PPG Bible and the series. Really good stuff. Um, anyway, it's eight o'clock. Uh, any questions from the panel? Any more questions in the super chat? Um, go ahead, Linda. Thumbnail. Thumbnail. All right, thumbnail. Okay. <laughs> so Josh, we got Josh, how many thumbnails have you been in? <laughs> uh, four five now. <laughs> it's so really got, good. Uh, 23 watching and nine thumbs up while we're doing the thumbnail here. All right. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up really helps us out, guys. Uh, we we do this live, but we take the audio and we put it to our uh, our podcast on, um, on the Internet. So you can go to any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can go to Audible. We're on Audible, uh, Amazon Music. Spotify, you name it, we're there to search for PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. We get about an average of, what was it, uh, 5,000 a week or no, 5,000 a month. So between 1,000 and 1,500 listens or downloads of this podcast every week. Right on, you ready? We're ready. Let's do the thumbs up, thumbs up. One, two, three. All right. Get you, get you. Got it. All right. Hey, um, it, it, if it's okay, Sean, I I know we got that hurricane, Ian, and uh, instead of uh, having a moment of silence for the people down there, I I told Brian Waller that I'd give him a hurricane tip that my buddy sent me. Okay. Can I show it to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, well, just keep. I guess go ahead and keep talking. You know. <laughs> and and what kind but of. I had what kind of person would I be if you if I said no? I mean, are you asking me to to really hear me say yes or no? Or you're like, right, he's gonna say yes anyways. I'm just being, uh, you know, he's polite. being polite. Uh, Will's will will do what he wants on the show. <laughs> he basically owns his show. Oh yeah, great. Oh Lord, don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I think they've changed the way they uh, share do sharing here. It looks different. They've added whiteboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they used to have a thing that said window. Oh, I see it. Never mind. All right. So here's a tip for you, Brian. This is oh, what you I do. love it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. That is that's awesome. hurricane preparedness. <laughs> that is awesome. Do that to your paramotor too. What's that uh, gold star next to his name? Does it mean he's a YouTube star or what? Well, he's not only is a YouTube star, but you can also join my channel. And um, depending on what you donate um, to the channel to help us with everything, uh, you get a little star when you are on there. You get to have member only videos behind the scenes. Uh, we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that nobody else gets to hear or see, smell or taste or know about. And uh, you can do that at as little as two dollars and uh, 99 cents a month to help this channel and oh, since we wow. spend so much money on uh, you know uh, podcasting and apps and and uh, you know all, all the extra money that we do we we are putting into a fund so we can bring in a, um, a disabled vet as you know I'm a disabled vet and that's why 
I started training because, you know, I want to bring in disabled vets. I want to help, um, you know, uh, everybody out there as much as I can. But unfortunately, it takes money. And if you think being a instructor is easy, I am available from sunup to sundown seven days a week for all my students. I don't know anybody else that does that. And uh, we are on conference calls. We're on Zoom calls. They come over. We do motor maintenance. We go out and kite. Uh, the students can use the school's gear as much as they want to for life forever. And they can come back for trike transition training for free. And when we wow. start doing advanced stuff, they can come back for free. It's like once you're a student, you're always a student. The more I learn, the more I give back to the community. So uh, with you guys helping with donations in the super chat or as a membership, um, I try to give back as much as I can to you guys too. So he is a superstar. Wow. He's been helping for over a year, uh, donating a lot of stuff, really helping me out over the, over the last couple of years. So thank you, Brian Waller, uh, John Wayne. Um, thank you guys, uh, everybody that has helped me out over the years. Definitely appreciate you guys. Well, thank you, Sean. I mean, really, I know this isn't a money-making venture for you, and I know that you're it's doing not it. Money-making. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. It's not. And so I know you're doing it to give to the community, and and me personally, I appreciate you doing it. No, oh, I love doing it. I, I just I love hanging out with my friends, and I don't make as many videos as I used to because I am so involved with, you know, locally now trying to help the students and get people up in the air. And uh, like I said, trying to find ways of uh, getting some more money so I can help disabled vets come over here and learn to fly for free. Awesome. That's what I love about this show. You know, I just, I love the camaraderie we all have, you know, on the panel and with, and with my chatters. And I, I so appreciate everybody, you know, that jumps in on Mondays, you know, to watch our show and however you listen and all that stuff. I, I think it's really good. And it's cool because it, even the guests that I get on the show has, to me, I think it's, it's opened up a lot of doors for them too, you know, getting uh, a lot of different guests that I've found in the last few years or whatever. And it's cool. It, it really it makes me happy. It really makes me happy. I totally enjoy it. Makes it makes me happy else, too. You know. If you guys don't know, everybody that has been on the um, show is on a special guest messenger chat, and yeah. we all talk daily about things that are going on in the community and uh, just a lot of live talking. It's it's actually more fun to watch and listen what people are posting in our guest chat than yeah. going on YouTube or Reddit or anything else because you know everything is focused right here on our community it's really amazing really fun um, if you guys want to be uh, a guest if you guys want to be on this special secret guest chat that is really amazing uh, get up with linda anderson go to paramomusa.com uh, get up with me personally if you know me will fly jim even joshua can will uh, we can help you get on to it uh, get on the show or just be part of the group and listen listen in on our guest chat there you go. There you go. So always more than welcome. It's really fun. Very, very enjoyable. And just in a couple more months, we're gonna be on our fourth year of doing the podcast. Golly. I know, right? 
I think it's going to be really cool when we can say 20 years and then go back and look at the very first podcast, which was done on my cell phone, which was done just on the recording thing. And then that audio, because when some uh, when somebody called in, so I put on speakerphone with a recorder next to it, I was talking and then it was just it was that way. The very first podcast, it was just so basic, so ridiculous. But um, we got a lot of really uh, awesome people in uh, at, at first. You know, we got we even got Jeff going on uh, was a guest. Right. Uh, Kyle right. was a guest. We got a lot of very famous people on um, yeah. uh, as guests. But we decided that we wanted to go for the newer people, the newer people that don't have a big YouTube channel. So if you are listening to us, make sure you go down to the description, uh, go to Joshua's YouTube click subscribe, you know, and that's how we're trying to help our guests too to get a couple more subscribers in. Yeah. That's how, yeah, you get on the show, you get guests or whatever. And like I said, it really opens up a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of doors for people. And plus I like, I love this, like tonight, just the advice, you know, that Brian was giving Joshua, you know, on the pilot thing and all that stuff. And, and that's what it's about. It's all about all of us helping each other. I was thinking you know. over the last little while that it might be nice to uh, pick, to get some subjects and to get some experts on those subjects again mm -hmm. and talk about those particular subjects and just once again, because uh, obviously things are changing and just to add a little variety as well to the show. That sounds good. So Linda, let's let's think about um, getting an expert on once a month and um, doing that. So we'll have like uh, three guests and then one of the weeks in the month, we'll have an expert come on to talk about uh, things that we may not know about. Because I, I did like that back in the back in the day, you know, talking to people that, you know, really knew a lot. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So instead of like a game night, let's go ahead and do um, expert night. Please. Yeah. If, um, you know, if you guys, you got ideas or you, a name pops up in your head. You know, you're up there flying like, oh, I know who's going to get. Reach out to me and then I'll reach out to that person and uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, because I'm not I know a lot of people that fly and everything. But, um, you know, I, I have to kind of look and see, you know, who I can. Would you consider doing a game night as well? Do game night, an expert night, and then have like two interviews nights of a month? We could do that too. So uh, you guys in the super chat, let us know how you want our podcast to go. I mean, you know, I, I can talk about paramotors all day long. I do talk about paramotors all day long. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Seven days a week from sunup to sundown. And I love it. I love to do that. But um, what do you guys want as far as listeners? I mean, everyone that's out there has a voice. So if you're listening to our audio, uh, text me 501-747-3558 uh, and, and tell me what you would like to see on the podcast, what you'd like to hear on the podcast. If you're able to be here live, you know, let us know in the super chat what you'd like to see, what you'd like to hear. Uh, get up with ParamomUSA.com, our very own Linda Anderson. Uh, it goes to her Facebook page and tell her what you would like. Get up with Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. Uh, Jim in Canada, at, uh, uh, use the QR code. 
on his uh, thing, which is also carepp.com. Uh, Josh's information is down below. Make sure you get up with him and tell him what, what you would like to, uh, to see or hear. I mean, this is all about, this is, this is a community. So this is not just our podcast, you know, where we're going to do what we want to do. No, let us know what you would like to hear, what you'd like to see. And if you are an expert, uh, or someone that is really knowledgeable, maybe we shouldn't say expert. How about very knowledgeable? Because, you know, um, uh, anybody that has a lot of knowledge in anything, two stroke motors, you know, um, uh, wind, maybe get a meteorologist that can tell us more about, you know, micrometeorology, how to use, you know, how to use the, the whole thing and then try to get down and, and understand your particular little bit when you're flying. You know, anything that you can think of, please let us know. We would love to get these people on. And uh, yeah, Linda, let's, let's you and I think about that. We'll fly. Let's think about that. You guys, let's figure out what we can do. Uh, even though I still want to get guests on. I, I, I love brand new pilots. Josh has been amazing. Uh, it's, it's always fun to go back because yeah. once, you're in the, once you're doing this for so long, you forget what it's like to not even know what a malleon is you know you don't even know what an a-line is you know it's like what is a cord what is a span i mean you don't even think about stuff like that what is a leading edge what is a trailing edge i mean we know this stuff because we're dealing with it all the time and we forget to to to, to not dumb down but to try to remember that this podcast is being listened to by people that aren't flying yet that are thinking about flying saw Tucker guts McDonald's video and are searching for paramotor podcast and they find us and they want to learn more. So we, that's why we have Linda Anderson. She is the one that reminds us, Hey, Hey guys, Hey guys, what the hell is a leading edge to yeah. help us with everybody else that doesn't have, um, a word in edgewise as we're doing this podcast. So yeah, that's, that's true. God, I feel like I just keep on talking. <laughs> we got, we got all right. names in the uh, chat for guests. Okay, yeah. Who do we have? What do we? Austin Austin Joppy hasn't been on, and John Wayne says we got to get Don and David on the show. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah I would agree. And then, uh, okay. Brian Waller wants to he, reach out to me. He wants to claim episode. What is it? Two twenty nine because it'll be the two hundredth episode after his. Hey, Bale thing. Oh, oh okay. So, All right. So sure. this is this is uh, this is episode one thirty eight. So we got a little oh, bit of time. Oh left. wait, did he say two twenty nine? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch, Sean. Anyways, book them, book them, Linda. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Also, also right. two, also two. Yeah, Brian. Uh, for the month of <laughs> <Trump> <laughs> what year is that going to be because this is our third year going on our fourth year and we only got 138 right now so it might be a, another couple years seriously yep. that'd be fun to have brian be a guest on the show also too lift paramotor oh you know, he's a fun guy man paramotor is always here too. too you know other people that <laughs> um you know are, are instructors that are in the instructing business you know people that are okay. you know, selling wings and paramotors we need more people that you know specifically know uh, what's going on we only got 10 likes guys if you're able to give us some likes give us some likes we're only at 10 right now um but uh anyway yeah this, right. this is really good and you know i, I keep on cut out tomorrow you what 
Yes, I got my work cut out tomorrow. For exactly. For, yes, for November. Yeah. So we have. Go ahead, Jim. We have the game show tomorrow or next week, right? Um, no, we have uh, we have a guest because that was uh, that was my fault, Sean. Remember? No, no, oh, it's not. It's not a fault. You know, it's not a fault. We, you know, we're we're trying game nights. We're trying different things. But you yeah. know, like Jim said, maybe having an expert on because I think we have what the tenth clear for the game night. I would be okay with finding an expert that would be on the tenth. Okay. Because game okay. nights are always fun. We can always do like um, an after show game uh, game thing. So like right now, it's like we could say this is the end of the podcast and then do, you know, a 30 minute game show. I mean, we can always do game shows. Yeah, we got That's Avery for the 17th. And then we got John Allen on the 24th. So we've got some good, good stuff coming up definitely yeah um yeah. so let's let's see if we can find somebody on the 10th of october that okay. is very knowledgeable on something uh let linda know or myself know if uh you would like someone on the 10th of october that knows something interesting that we'd like to talk about yeah cool. I'm gonna know, have to miss you know, that one. you know i can reach out to them get them get everything set up for that that night or whatever but yeah in the chatters if you Know somebody, whatever, and say, hey, how about this guy? Just PM me and say, hey, I know what about this one, and we'll take it from there. Absolutely. Well, Josh, oh. we haven't forgot about you, but we definitely appreciate you letting us go off on tangents and stuff like oh, that. Oh, no. That, I'd rather go that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, you said that you are thinking about doing another business dealing with something in paramotors. Are you thinking about, I tell you what I would like to see. I'd like to see somebody manufacture some really good strobe lights that are inexpensive right. that, that are rechargeable and will last for a couple hours. Um, I've actually been looking at that and uh, doing like how everybody's got the ring lights now on their hoop, doing a uh, custom ones that maybe even put with an app that you can set up your own custom patterns or whatever. been looking in that, but trying to get under a hundred dollars a piece on that it's gonna be kind of rough yeah um yeah my dog said that was rough you know one of the things that <laughs> we can one of the things that you can do too is get up with mark george uh, he and the gang are making those props that are have the led lights in them um maybe you can uh, get up I'll with him it. and figure out what you know if there's something that uh, could be done as far as hoop lights or something like that that'd be yep. pretty neat. um but uh, yeah, what do you guys want to see as far as paramotor paraphernalia? Uh, I want to see some good strobes. Um, I want to see some good strobes. No. So, Left said uh, hunter strobes, seventy five dollars. Hunter strobes? Have you have you used the hunter strobes? What do you think I, about them? I haven't. Um, the strobe I use is from uh, JT Wardle. The yeah, uh, guardian, guardian angel. That's what I use. You How use much Guardian is it? Angel? Yeah. It's, uh, what, $90 for the large one? Yeah, they're under 100 bucks, And that thing's been rock solid. Been real happy with that. Oh, you, God, yeah. You Velcro it to your helmet? No, it's on my cage. It's with a really strong magnet. 
Yeah, that's why I got mine. <laughs> maggot, something different. <laughs> <laughs> got a strong maggot smell on my page. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got Hunter Strobes, Guardian Angel. Um, remember, uh, we had Far Out Strobes on there, but he's not making them anymore. Those were really good strobes. Um, uh, PPG Smoke, they did some really good strobes too. They have the version two out. I had the version one. And uh, my prop decided to um, lick the other strobe, and now I don't have a prop or the strobe. So I'm looking for a strobe. Um, who has Hunter strobes? Who has the Guardian strobes? What do you think about them? Are there any more out there that you know of? Let's talk about strobes real quick. Can you show a picture of your strobe mounted? Oh, I got mine right here. And that is, let me go ahead and. Guardian. Uh, how, do you, how do you mount that, Josh? It's got a magnetic base on the bottom of it that I actually don't use the magnetic. I got two little uh, pop clamps with a screw that I put inside them uh, screw holes and just sits on top of my frame. Can I, can I see the other side of it? So, And it has to be kind of like flat, right? Because the strobe is coming out of the thin edge. No, nah, I just, it's literally sits right on top of my hoop like that. Yeah. Where exactly. are the strobes? Are they on all around on every side or just on one side? So if I turn this thing on and not blind me. Well, close your eyes. Let's see. Yeah, it's going to be too bright. <laughs> it, it, it's That's got like three different modes, too. And I, I you, you know, the strobe, but it also acts as a, when you're putting your gear up as a regular flashlight, kind of. It's 360 degrees. Yeah, it's all the way around. Oh, okay, okay. 360 degrees, and uh, that is really bright. And this is the hunter strobe you're talking about? Yep. Or the guardian angel? That's the guardian oh, angel. Guardian angel, my bad. All right, so we're looking at uh, the guardian angel online right now. Is it get, what's the URL? Guardian angel device? Devices? Guardian angel devices.com. Okay. And what are they? I got mine from Action. What's Action Co? It's JT Wordles. Yeah, JT Wordle, Wordle, Wordle does sell them. That's true. Uh, I wanted to see it to show the, the way it has. I, I actually attach the magnet to my frame at the top where, let me stop this. You know where the V basically. I don't know about all frames, but on my frame, it's got a V that comes up to the top center of the ring. Mm -hmm. So I mount, I mount between those two. Uh, uh, talking about the spars. spars. Yeah, I mount between the two spars. I mount the magnet on the front. So I just, it just, you know, snaps right onto that magnet. It's never once come off. And it's got a, a, a tether too, just in case it came off, it, it wouldn't go anywhere. Um, so, but is it? But when you do that, is it able to to do three sixty all the way around you, or is it more of an up and around? It's up and around, but don't forget, it's also illuminating your wing too. So there's no way that it can't, can't you're going to be seen in all directions. Okay, okay. That, actually, are, that might be better illuminating your wing because it's bigger. Mm -hmm. And ain't these five-mile wheel instead of the three-mile rating? Yeah, it's it's more than the three-statute-mile requirement. Well more, yeah, five miles. 
How does that compare to the PBG smoke ones? I don't have any experience with that. I do have experience with the, what was the other one that was kind of expensive? Awesome. Um, hmm. yeah, I, just, I can't remember it, but this one is my favorite by far. And I've had it for like, I think going on two years now. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's what I need. I need, I need someone that sells these strobes so I can be a reseller of strobes so I can get a free strobe. <laughs> I spent so much money on strobes over the last uh, X amount of years. I, I can't even tell you. I just burnt out my, like I said, I just killed my, my uh, PPG smoke. I think that was $130, $140 that I got. And it's this one still out. won't survive direct impact with the prop, Sean, but it's pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's just one of those things that I wanted to have a strobe on this one, so I quickly put it on there with an emergency strap. But what happened is it flipped backwards into the prop, and I've yeah. never had that done before. So now I know all these things that you live and learn. But yeah, yeah. I like the one that uh, far out strobes because it could go on that that middle spar like you were talking about, Will, mm -hmm. and it stuck really well. Um, well, do you have the micro one or did you get the other one? I don't have the micro. I've got the larger one. That's mine too. Yeah. I'm sorry. The one that Josh has is a micro? No, this is the large. Oh, 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 okay. I was like, wow, if that's a micro. I can't imagine what the large is. And how much you said that was? About 100, 100 bucks? 75? Yeah. It was like 90, I think. Okay. I will definitely have to look around because i need a new strobe uh sunset rolled around i'm like crap i can't fly now it's amazing yeah. that 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 last 30 minutes or before <laughs> you know uh sunrise it's like that's that's a lot of time to just sit around and go i don't have a strobe damn it yep <laughs> we're fortunate we don't need them up here but uh still it would be i mean we don't need them to fly but it would be really nice to have one just anyways right i always kept my strobe on during the day anytime i flew i kept my strobe on it didn't make any difference matter of fact i usually had two strobe one for the daylight and then i always made sure that i had a second one that was charged for you know if i do go fly you know uh 30 hey, minutes after why don't we reach out to jt i he should be done that wingman challenge and see if he wants to talk about the guardian angel strobes i put the i put it on my list already Oh, did you already say that? Guy, I, <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, I heard somebody so say JT. I'm like, I wrote it down. He's he's going to be on my next uh, my next phone call. So hopefully we can get him on the tenth too. Yeah. JT's hey, still doing the challenge, right? Yeah. He's on the challenge. Trevor. Yeah. He'll be done yeah. by then. So that should be over already. Perrin Ninja says he likes not having to recharge the hunter strobe after every single flight. Is it like because it's got a really strong battery? Is that what he means? Really. How? Or is it that it's powered? Uh, I don't know. It must have a really strong battery. The Guardian Angel, I'm, I'm not complaining at all about how long it lasts. I don't know how no, long it lasts. I don't either. I've charged mine one time and I've put about 15 flights on it. Really? Yeah. Well, that was my question, but I was thinking I should wait until JT was on. <laughs> I got a ton of questions for this thing. I'll, uh, 
I'll reach out to him. He was on our show. Um, yeah, he should in still our be early in our years. Yeah, he should still be in our chat. Remember that? You know, John Wayne got four of those minis. I think you said four free for a late shipment. Oh, wow. Dang, man. <laughs> Way to go. Let's I'll see. take one. <laughs> he really likes the micros. Uh, the micro is supposed to be good for like a uh, wingtips. Oh, didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, that's not something I've, I've, I just haven't been sold on that concept of the wingtip strobes. They do look cool, though. I I had uh, I had a couple of them from uh, from um, uh, PPG Smoke, and I never put those in the wingtips. I've always just put them on the outside of my cage and I put the other one on top. So I had three of them going on my cage at one time, which was awesome. All I had to do is reach up and click one and they all lit up. So those were great. I really liked those a lot, but I never put them in the wingtips. Like that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, um, Mark um, George has designed one really light to put in wingtips. Um, I would like you, to check those out. How did you attach the PPG smoke ones? Um, they were just wireless. So long as you had your main one, it would connect to the other ones and and. Uh, no, how did you attach it to the cage? Um, lots of zip ties, but okay. this was this was the angel, so you know it's a double hoop. Yeah, I got. Test. I drilled a couple extra holes. I got one of those into oh. there, so I drilled a couple extra holes into the strobe, and I'm gonna try and zip tie. Because it's only got two spots. It only originally had one spot to zip tie. So I'm going to try and zip tie in two spots and see how that works. Definitely. But it doesn't work like the, it only has strobe on the front and the back. It's not like the Guardian Angel all the way around. Yeah, there's just so many different uh, ones out there. So it'll be really interesting to see what we can do. John Wayne said uh, too heavy for the wingtip. So I take that back on uh, the micros being for wingtip. Yeah, he says, ask me how I know. <laughs> so, so the micros are still too heavy for the wingtips or the main ones? The micro, the main ones were definitely too heavy. The so the, the micros are still too heavy for a wingtip? I think that's what he's saying. Wow. Apparently he tried it. Interesting. John Wayne, if you got four of those strobes, I'll, I'll have to buy one of those from you. Um, I think we're all meeting up in Alabama, are we not? Are you? I think so. When? Um, I think it's secret. Ah, I got you. <laughs> I, it was. <laughs> I think it was, a, it was a secret one that we're going to. We're going to a secret fly-in. I'll have to give it y'all later about that. Yeah, definitely. Well, it is, it is. I'm, right outside of, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I, I was just saying I'm not right outside of Huntsville. So. Sounds good. We are at 830 and we only have like 12 people watching. So we've probably gone way past what people want to uh, listen to. Um, they messed up because we're going to give away $10,000. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian. Canadian. I, yeah, Canadian um, or, or Jamaican. I'll, I'll reach out to JT. 
There you go, Jamaican. That's Jamaican money. Yeah, because we were just in Jamaica, and the lady was telling us she had a hundred dollar bill, and she said that's like a dollar. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Sean. John Wayne says it's hard to take off with big ears. <laughs> yeah, my friends are too heavy. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It's hard to take off the years, that's for sure. Yeah, I've I, I don't like putting anything in my wingtips. That just seems like it would if it came down and then because it's so heavy got wrapped in some lines. Oh I mean, you can fly like that, but it just doesn't sound like a very fun evening with those possibilities. Um anyway, so uh any other questions that we missed in the super chat? Any questions in the on the panel? for Mr. Joshua Marsh. Or have we talked so much paramotor he wants to get out of the paramotor field now? <laughs> I'll say Joshua Marsh was an awesome guest. Absolutely. He's a great panel member, a great guest, and hopefully he'll hang on uh, the, the panel member for a long time. And uh, like I said, we're gonna be rolling on four years here and you can be you know part of the four year crew. All right. Sounds good to me. I'll be here. He has that big smile. like, yeah, I'm going to be on the big four year. <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely have to book uh, uh, Brian Haybell on the uh, 229th since we got him on the 29th um, way back in the day. He's, he, he, may, he may not know this, but he actually is one of the reasons why we veered into this direction on the podcast. He, uh, he made a big difference on our podcast. He really did back in the day yep. so we appreciate you brian yep. sure well um we appreciate you joshua marsh uh links to everything are down below make sure you go there and check out his youtube channel if you haven't subscribed make sure you subscribe to his channel hit that bell notification so when he starts popping up some really cool shenanigans we'll be able to see what he does and keep up with him we also got will fly from will fly ppg he puts out a lot of awesome content and you know his just the tip uh, series pretty good series linda anderson she is our pr girl she takes care of us if you want to be on the show get up with linda anderson by going to paramomusa.com that forwards over to her facebook page just say hey i want to be on ppg grandpa's paramotor podcast Got go. jim, jim from canada a eh? He's the only guy I know with maple syrup smelling money with the loony and toonies up there. He uh, He's our official sponsor of PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, Clearprop TV, Paramotor, uh, the only Paramotor podcast that you want to listen to on Monday nights. And he is uh, our official sponsor. He helped us with lots of stickers, decals, and even the Paramotor calendar from paramotorcalendar.com last year. Or was it this year? Last year. And time flies, so do paramotor pilots. Uh, you can always find him by hitting that uh, QR code or going by Q, uh, carepp.com or watch his shenanigans at his YouTube by going to carepg.com. My name is Sean Simon. You can always find me at ppggrandpa.com or iflyparamotors.com. We run a small school here in Arkansas at paramotorarkansas.com. Check us out. Um, anything else before we head on out, guys? Uh, you got shout out to Walter who just made it and Marshall. Walter just made it. Yeah. Walter from Australia made it. Walter, Walter, Walter you made it. You made it just in time to uh, to say goodbye. Aww. <laughs> 
But at least we know that we do have a tomorrow. Since he is in Australia, there is a tomorrow. He is That's actually right. living in the <laughs> future. So that is awesome. And we appreciate you guys. We really do. <laughs> He wants to know what he won. <laughs> Walter, remember? Oh, that's why he doesn't come over here anymore, because he won everything. He won everything. We sent a big, big care package to him. He won everything we ever, ever put out there. Matter of fact, that's why we're bankrupt, because of Walter. We had to send it to Australia. Do you know how much it costs to send something in the future? It's crazy. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's great. Yeah, I wanted to just say, Mark and Joshua, it was it's really nice to hear your story, more of it. I mean, man, you've got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. I sure do. Definitely. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely. And if you guys yeah. have not read his bio, read his bio and you'll shed a tear because this guy is so incredibly kind, what he did. Uh, he could have been flying a lot sooner, but look what he did. Read the bio. It's like it, amazing guy. Josh, you are amazing. I appreciate that. Absolutely, buddy. Anything else before we say goodbye to the world? That's it. We got Todd Scott next week. I'm going to reach out to him. Give him this little reminder like I do on Fridays. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I had fun tonight. I hope the chatters did and the viewers. We appreciate you so much, you know, join us on Monday night. Absolutely. Will, you got a show tomorrow too? We do have a show, Tuesday night hangouts with uh, Shane and Mark McElroy and myself, 8 p.m. on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, come hang out with us. Never you know what we end up talking about. You can find them over at ppgshane.com. Make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button and that bell notification so you know when he puts out new material we also got uh, all girl podcast from our lovely jade uh, paramotorgirl.com flying flamingo jade so you can go over to paramotorgirl.com yep. hit subscribe hit that bell notification and check out the all girl podcast which is absolutely yep. amazing and then of course our very own linda anderson is going to tell us what's going to go on on thursdays or usually goes on on thursdays yeah we got uh thursday night is paragliding with my son Robert Michaels, he's uh, a paraglider, of course. Um, I'll just give you a heads up. There's no show this Thursday because he's Aww. got some family things he's uh, taking care of on Thursday, but he'll be back the following week. So y'all enjoy enjoy uh, the rest of your week. And I, I enjoy, I jump in the chat and all the shows during the week and I love it, you know, and I, it's just everybody, you know, encourages everybody and all that and it's fun. Everybody knows that. Family. Prayers for Florida. If you're out there listening, viewers, um, truckers, you know, all you guys and gals, please stay safe. Stay safe out there. We've got a lot of parapets out there and a lot of my, a lot of the truck, I know a lot of truck drivers that, you know, they're under that, in that hurricane zone. And so prayers out to everybody. Absolutely. All right, guys, anything else before we say goodbye to the world? It's been fun. It has been a blast. I love it. So what did you, what did you learn today that you did not know before? What, 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 is our, what is our takeaway from today? I learned about cataracts. Pretty neat. Yeah, that's a good one. 
I did not know about that. Never even thought if you have cataracts, you can still fly PPG a trike. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. I learned how to strap my house down during a hurricane. Absolutely. Right. That was amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah. We there learned what we learned what a decal is because of Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what a decal is, right? Yep. We Thank you, Jim. We would not have known that if it wasn't for the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, most importantly, I learned all about Joshua Marsh, you know, kind of what makes him tick and his story. And man, that's the most powerful thing right there. Absolutely. And what a kind man this guy is. Like I said, if you haven't read his bio, read his bio. It's absolutely amazing. Don't put that out too much that I'm kind. I got an image to uphold. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well my wife is knocking on the door says it's time for old grandpa to go to bed so i'm gonna have to say farewell and uh you all fly safe once again josh thank you so much for being on the show Thanks, we everybody thank you Josh. you for having me thank you will thank you jim thank you linda you guys, guys are wonderful out there and we will see you tomorrow at ppgshane.com good night all right good night uh, peace out <laughs>